1: 27th edition Hope everybody had a great weekend We got a 7 game slate on tap tonight A little medium sized slate To get us back into the week of MLB DFS Before we do so, let me talk to you about a couple of Promotions we got going on, we got draft at Draft.com, draft in your app store Great way to play fantasy sports, the baseball is a blasters guys in the Slack chat loving that There's uh, Best Balls for Fantasy Football. It's an absolute blast. You can do the slow drafts, eight-hour time limits. You can do the fast drafts and finish one in like an hour. There's all different sizes of leagues for it. Tons and tons of fun. They'll have the regular season. They'll have golf. A couple more events in the FedEx Cup Series coming up there. They have basketball and hockey when we get to that, which is very, very soon, actually. So tons going on at draft. And when you deposit, use promo code SDSPORTS. Usually it's the first deposit. Try them for any. You never know what's going to happen. Use promo code SDSPORTS when you check out and you'll get a free entry into a free $3 tournament. So go check it out, draft.com, draft in your app store, promo code SD Sports For all of you NFL DFSers, thequantedge.com is the place you need to go if you are looking to pay for a lineup optimizer and some of the most amazing tools I have ever seen. If you don't like to pay for things, I get it. I don't pay for much either. But these guys have an amazing tool. They have one of the coolest tools ever. Is if a guy gets hurt, they even an offensive lineman. You can take him off, and I'll show you how it impacts every player. When uh, uh, Bacchiari of the Green Bay Packers got hurt, you can take him off, and I'll show you how Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb, all of the players on the Green Bay Packers, how it'll affect them. You can do it player by player like that. They have a great wide receiver uh, cornerback tool for week-to-week matchups, and they have so much more. They have tons of things coming on. and tons more coming down the line, and it's super cheap. You go to all these other quote-unquote huge tout sites, and you're, you're talking hundreds, a couple hundred bucks for a football season. These guys are 99 99 for the entire season. And if you use promo code BENCHED, B-E-N-C-H-E-D, you'll get 10% off that uh, that season pass. So go check it out. It is great stuff there. I think you guys are going to be very, very happy with it. And by far, it's the cheapest I've seen for the quality you get in this in this business if you are paying for it. So the lineup optimizer is up to 150 lineups. You can customize however you want to build it. So tons of good stuff there. Promo code BENCHED, B-E-N-C-H-E-D, edgecom We've got a couple other promotions coming up, but we're still working on finalizing those, and we'll get those to you soon. The goal of these, I know, is it's annoying to hear advertisements, but I need to do this to keep things going the way we're going, because I never, ever, ever want to charge you guys. So that is never the intention. So none of this is free for me. So i got to do a few things here. If you guys could help out, we'd really, really appreciate it. Last thing, ratings and reviews on iTunes would be much, much appreciated for all the podcast forums out there. And now to your seven-game slate. Again, I apologize. I hate doing that, but I have to do it. Totals on your seven-game slate. White Sox at Yankees, 8.5. Blue Jays at Orioles, 9.5. Nationals at Phillies, 9. Mets at Cubs, waiting on that one because of the weather. We'll get to that in a second. Athletics, Astros, 8. Rockies, Angels, waiting on that because Omar Despania is making the start. And then D-backs, Giants, waiting on that one because they made a change overnight. Chris Stratton is now starting instead of Mr. Kelly. So some interesting games here. The weather, the only thing is we're waiting on the Wrigley weather like we do all the time. And right now it looks like it's been blowing out really, really well to left field, about sixteen miles an hour. So a windy night in Wrigley, and it's pretty warm, like mid to high eighties there. So it could be a fun one in Wrigley tonight. A uh, good total will probably coming that direction. Let's look at your pitching on the slate. We have three guys over ten thousand. You got Garrett Cole, Patrick Corbin, Noah, Sendergaard. Uh, the ones I'm looking at here is Patrick Corbin at eleven thousand five hundred bucks. At the San Francisco Giants, Cole is at home against the Oakland A's. I respect the hell out of the A's. If you want to go to Cole, you can. And then Sindergaard against the Cubs. It's a very much the same situation as Cole. Plus that weather blowing out. I'll go to Patrick Corbin. He'll probably be popular, but he's faced the Giants five times this year in thirty-two and two-thirds innings, eight earned runs. It's it thirty-seven strikeouts in thirty-two and two-thirds. He's averaging twenty-six point five DraftKings points to start against the Giants. He faced him back on August third, six innings, seven hits, three earned, eight strikeouts for twenty-three point three points. He has 21 or more drafting points in four straight starts in five of his last six. He has 17 or more in six straight. He has been outstanding. And at 11 5 in pitcher friendly AT&T Park against the Giants team, which strikes up, uh, closing in on 22% of the time versus lefties. He is in an amazing spot tonight. Um, lefties hit 334, righties 278 off Corbin. And the Giants have a 297 Woba and a 131 ISO versus left handed pitching. They're just getting worse and worse and worse. So Corbin at eleven five is the one I'm looking at there. If you want to be contrarian with Cole or Syndergaard, knock yourself out. I don't hate it. There's two guys over nine thousand. There's Tanaka. There's Strasburg. Strasburg looked like a mess last time against Philadelphia. He gets Philly again. I'm staying away until I see the vintage Strasburg come back because he looked horrible last time out. But I am looking at Masahiro Tanaka, and yes, Masahiro Tanaka is that roller coaster ride, and it is Yankee Stadium where stuff can happen. But uh, Tanaka, you know, 4270 area at home, three six seven on the road. Still averaging 15.4 points per game at home. He has 16 or more DraftKings points in four, five, six, six of his last seven starts, seven of his last nine, eight of his last ten. But he's very, very consistent. He, when he blows up, he blows up big. But otherwise, he gets the job done, and he'll get you strikeouts. And he's facing a White Sox team that strikes out 26% of the time versus, um, versus uh, right-handed pitching. They're a minus 220 home favorite, the New York Yankees, that is. So Tanaka's in a great spot. You know, 25% K rate, 47% ground ball rate. Just, just gives up the long ball from time to time, which is weird with the ground ball rate like that and a strikeout rate. It's like when he does give it up due to his high hard contact, they light it up. The uh, White Sox team total is 3.3, lowest on the slate. Lefty's 3.25, righties 3.28. Average Woba of 309 a decent ISO of 172, but nothing too fancy. So Tanaka at 95, I do like a lot tonight. If you don't want to go all the way up top, you can start right there and feel just fine. If you want to go down below in the 8Ks, there's three guys you can look at here. We have John Gray, Carlos Rodon, and John Lester, I think, are all in play for you here. you got John Gray, 8,700 at the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. We keep talking about how great he's been since he went to his little mind clearing session in the minors. He's faced the Angels once this year, seven shutout innings of four hits, one walk, 8Ks for 32.8. DraftKings points. He uh, since his return from the from his little hiatus, it's been twenty one or more points. In let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of eight starts. He had one hiccup against the Dodgers. Better than that, twenty one or more points. He's been absolutely outstanding. This is an Angels lineup that really doesn't intimidate. You just trout his back, which helps. But overall, nothing scary. They strike out almost twenty one percent of the time versus righties. Everything about John Gray screams outstanding. Um, lefty's 320, righty's 277. I love John Gator, 8700 bucks. I will definitely be having some shares of him. Now, your GPP play, and this is really interesting, is Carlos Rodon at 8500 bucks. The Yankees' offense has been very, very hit and miss these days. Still no Aaron Judge, which is tremendous. And Carlos Rodon, this is a guy we always loved. He can never stay healthy and he walked too many guys. But, man... 19.3 at Minnesota, 23.8 at Detroit, 24.4 against Cleveland, 16-1 against Tampa Bay, 21-1 Toronto, 30.3 at the Angels, 31-5 at St. Louis, 15 at Houston. He has been outstanding. In the 19 at Oakland, 9 of his last 10 starts, he has 15 or more DraftKings points with a bunch of 19-20 to point starts. A bunch. And he's been pitching outstanding. Uh, 8500 bucks against a Yankees team that does terrify you, but they also try to get over 23% of the time versus left-handed pitching. He has a 20% K rate, a 40% ground ball rate, and the hard contact is only 26.3%, which really is really, really nice. The Yankees have a 5.2 team total, highest on the slate, which is, to me, kind of disrespecting Rodon, but it's the Yankees and they can get anybody beat up. But uh, lefty's hitting 306, righty's only 304 versus Rodon. So in a GPP on a small slate like this, Rodon can differentiate you tremendously. He could also bury your night if the Yankees show up and do Yankee things. But as a whole, I like Rodon a lot of 8500 bucks with some big upside, get you some strikeouts, and uh, make, some, make some magic happen at that price point. The other guy is no, uh, John Lester at 8200 bucks. The wind blowing out is a little terrifying. I'll be completely honest with you there. He's faced the Mets once this year, seven shutout innings, a two earned, seven Ks for 15.1 drafting points. Um, coming off a 16-point performance at Detroit, 30.5 at Pittsburgh. Was a mess prior to that, so... Be careful. He's been much better on the road than at home, and that wind blowing out can be a little scary, but we know the Mets are pretty darn bad. Uh, when you look at Lester, the Mets strike out 25.5% of the time versus left-handed pitching. So you got that going for you. You got the Mets team um, with a 283 Woba and a 124 Iso, both dreadful versus left-handed pitching. The wind blowing out will help, but Lester's still in a great spot at that price point at 8200 bucks. So in this 8K range, I got John Gray one, Lester two, Rodon three. But I'm really starting to think Rodon two is very, very nice, and and GPPs he's your play. Like I'm thinking of a Gray Rodon pairing could be very interesting. Or you drop to seven thousand dollars, and this guy's going to be the most popular cheap play on the board, and pretty much rightfully so. Sam Gaviglio at 7K for the Toronto Blue Jays at the Baltimore Orioles. We were all over him last time out. He's faced Baltimore twice this year, 14 and two thirds, six earned, 15Ks for 22. Point seven DraftKings points, and he faced him his last time out, 7 innings, 2 earned, 7Ks for 25.6 DraftKings points, outside of a hiccup at Kansas City, he's got 15 or more points in three of his last four starts, he's shown some very, very good stuff here, so Gaviglio at 7K is the cheapie that everyone is going to go to, and then if you absolutely have to punt, and want to punt, and want to just pray to God it works for you, David Hess is $4,000. Uh, at home against the Toronto Blue Jays. He has faced him. He's faced him twice this year. 13 innings, 211 Ks, averaging 20.6 a game against him, against the Blue, uh, the Blue Jays. And he faced him his last time out, seven innings, three hits, one earned seven Ks for 26 points. He's about a you know eight or more type guy, but he's had some stretches that are just disastrous. A lot of pitch to contact. i try not to go here if he could, but uh, definitely a play. is going to be the cheapie everyone goes to. If you want to differentiate yourself, you can do it with your bats and just take the pitching as it is, but uh, that's the guy for everyone. So recapping the pitching real quick, I got Tanaka and Corbin up top. In the middle, I got Gray, Rodon, and Lester, and down below, Gaviglio, and I guess if you have to, Hesp, I'd rather not. But it's uh, a good pitching. I really like Gray. I like him a lot. I think Rodon is a phenomenal GPP play, um, and then Gaviglio's is in a great spot. Lester against the Mets team, just the wind blowing out. And then Tanaka and Corbin, both phenomenal spots there. There's going to be some backs we'll find today. So, pitching, you don't have to save a ton, I believe. Let's go to the catcher's position, where you're going to have a lot of options, as usual. Like Evan Gattis against the lefty, Brett Anderson at 4K. If you want to pay up at the position, is in play for either. Even Martín Maldonado at 36 versus Anderson in that matchup. is very, very nice. The Astros are going to be very popular. They have the uh, third-highest team total of 4.65. Lefty's 368, righty's 338 versus Brett Anderson. So, That'll be a very uh, popular target this evening. A couple others you can look at, like Omar Navarro's at 35 versus Tanaka, hoping he runs into one, but I'm not a huge fan of that one. Uh, Brissett, no, 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 one uh, against F1 at 34 could be a cheapie you could look at. Um, Alex Avila at 3K versus Chris Stratton. Stratton's a mess. Uh, Lefty's 334, or you know, Lefty's 384, righty's 370 off Stratton this year. He started out the year very, very well. It's just unraveled tremendously. So Avila at 3K could be a nice cheapie for you. Johnny Lucre at 28. I know it's cold, but I'll still give that a look. Caleb Joseph at 28 versus Caviglio. Two cheaper options you can take a peek at there. Um, then Other than that, you'll just kind of have to check your lineups to see what pops out. Maybe Jeff Mathis gets to start for 2,500 against Stratton, but I'm guessing it'll be probably Avila. Going over to first base, you got Goldie at 51. is absolutely outstanding. Kendris Morales is up to $5,000. And you know why? Because all he does is crush baseballs. Eight home runs in his last 10 games. He's averaging 16.3. 18, 19, 14, 17, 24, 32, 17, 3, 10, 9. Nine or more points, nine of his 10. Ridiculous. And he's facing David Hess, who you can just light up like a Christmas tree. Toronto's got a clean total of five. Lefty's 356. Righty's 339. Morales is in a phenomenal spot yet again in a very hitter friendly ballpark in Baltimore. So I can't even hate on it. Can't hate on it at all. Tyler White's up to 4,400 versus Brett Anderson. It's a very interesting play, go overlooked. People will not pay for Tyler White. He's averaged 9.6 his last 10. He had a zero yesterday, but then 16, 29, and an eight prior to that. So the kid's got some talent. Let's see how that pans out. But 4,400 bucks, very interesting. Justin Spoke 4,200 bucks, kind of in the shadows of Kendrick Morales these days. That Yuli Gurriel at 41 in a very sneaky play. If you're going to fade Tanaka, you're looking at guys like Matt Davidson who's all hit or miss because you're looking for the long ball. That's what you're looking for. I'm not recommending fading Tanaka, but you know he can blow up. So if you're doing it, you're looking at guys like Davidson at $4,100. Bucks. Uh, Carlos Santana at 41 versus uh, Strasburg is interesting. Daniel Murphy in a GPP versus Syndergaard at 4K. Murphy's been on fire since becoming a member of the Cubs, so that's interesting. But Wilmer Flores versus Lester at 39 will be a popular play to save some cash and a good spot there versus Leicester. Talking about how um, on the year lefties 369 right three fifty nine off Leicester and Flores loves him some lefties. Wind blowing out hard to left at thirty nine hundred bucks. So that's a nice, nice play there. A little farther down you can get a discount on Matt Olson at thirty seven if you want to fade Garrett Cole, which is dicey. Uh, Trey Mancini at thirty six hundred versus Kaviglios and Chris Davis and a GPP. I could see that as some options for you there. Other than that, the the red hot Luke Voigt. 3400 bucks for the Yankees. Went to Ding Dong City again last night. He's averaging 9 in his last 10. He had 26, 7, and 35 over the weekend against Baltimore. Uh, five or more in most of his games with the Yankees this year. 3400 versus Carlos Rodon. Again, the Yankees have the highest team total. But lefty's 306, righties 304. Really nothing clear cut in the sand there. Second base, you got Javi Baez at 52 versus Syndergaard. I love it in a GPP. Uh, I think that's going to be tremendous because no one's going to want to pay that price for Syndergaard. And I get it. But you got to get weird on a seven gamer You know, not as weird on a seven gamer You can still stay a little balanced. But Javi Baez is that talent that could take advantage of that. Without wind blowing out, could be very, very fun. You slide on down to guys like Lurie Guriel Jr. Our boy is our Lordis is Gurriel Jr. Sorry, he's 4,300 bucks. He's back. Um, probably gonna take a few games to get going, but there's two games since the DL. Two points, four points. He was crushing it before him at 4,300 bucks. Leading offers uh, Hess. I could definitely dig that. Johnny VR just keeps getting it done. He's 4,200 bucks. Nine more points yesterday uh, after a couple of zeros, and he had a 24 against the Yanks, a 2, or 3, a 17, at 3, a 25. He's got that GPP upside when he gets on it to steal some bags. So you always keep him on your radar. Slide on down here like Cesar Hernandez, Ben Zobras, Daniel Murphy, Ezreal Cabrera, that whole little range there between 4 and 4,200. Decent plays, probably if you're stacking, you go to players like that. Jed Lowry, the $3,700 discount there for you. Cattell Marte's is down to 3,700. If you need to go there, but, you know, you can look at a guy like Devin Travis at 35 versus Hess. A little bit of Toronto value there. They have a high team total against a really bad pitcher, and you're going to get discounts on some guys. Uh, Travis was on fire for a while. He's kind of slowed down, but like 2-0, he had 18 because he went deep, but then a couple of zeros, at 2, a 7. It's been a little slow week for Devin Travis. That's why he's down to 3,500 again. And then like uh, Neil Walker at 33 as a punt is okay. Not in love with it. Maybe an Allen Hansen if he's towards the top of the order at 31, Kelly Tomlinson at 31, but not great plays. Try not to go that far down if you don't have to. Heading over to third base, you got Bregman at 54 against Anderson's outstanding. I think the uh, Astros are going to be very, very popular tonight. Um, them and the Blue Jays should be. The, I, don't, I don't understand the Yankees team total. Maybe I'm totally missing something, and I could be. <clears throat> I know Rodon's a lefty against the Yankees, but he's much better than these other guys that are getting lit up, so it's weird. But Bregman at 54, Descalso at 44 are interesting. But Miguel Andahar at 43. If you are fading Rodon, you can go there. I love the Todd Father tonight at 42 versus Leicester. Uh, good price point for a phenomenal spot for him. Eduardo Escobar only 4,200. with Stratton, yeah, it's a park shift, which sucks. But it's a really good spot there for Escobar coming off a 5, a 14, a 0, and a 10. And a 7 even, a 3 and a 15. So Escobar's got that talent, a great matchup for Stratton. Uh, just that ballpark just kind of sucks the life out of some offenses from time to time. And at the same price point, you can go get an Anthony Rendon at 4200 bucks. if you've been listening to the show long enough. You know my love for Rendon. Lefty's 343, righty's only 276 versus Eflin, but a Nats with a team total of 4.5 Rendon. To me, it's kind of, I don't play the splits games as much with him. I like him more against lefties and righties, but still very, very good against Philly this year. He's averaging 12.3 a game against the Phillies in 12 games played against them, which is pretty impressive, coming off a 13-pointer yesterday against the Mets. So 4200 bucks. he's a cheaper one if you need to go there. Um, other than that, like GPP wise, you could try like a Mikel Franco at 30, and a Matt Chapman at 38. Um, those are some GPP looks like a, a Yomer Sanchez at 37 versus Tanaka. Really nothing lighting the world on fire down here. Um, Joey Bats at 3,500, third base Alpha versus Lester. if you want to completely punt the position. David Boat at 3,300 versus Syndergaard, and Tim Beckham at 32, uh, third base shortstop against Gaviglio. Beckham lets a lot of us down from time to time He's a GPP play because he can run into one with the best of them, and he's, he hits in a great home ballpark. So you can't just ignore him because he's slumpy. You get that price point for that value. You're you, Like I always say, when you're looking for value, most value guys are just a couple base hits here or whatever, but you get value with with a guy like Beckham who can go yard at any given moment, and that's the kind of thing you're looking at. Going to shortstop again. Bregman at fifty four, Bias at fifty two. Both great. Bregman gets third base, shortstop. Baez second base, shortstop. So keep an eye on them. Uh, Carlos Correa at forty five. Maybe he's going to get things going here pretty quick against Anderson. That's a good spot there. Uh, Lordy Curiel at forty three. Letemus Diaz swinging a good bat at forty two versus Hess. Eduardo Escobar at forty two. Like both of those. Marvin Gonzalez on fire. Outfield shortstop. He's up to forty one hundred. He's averaging eleven point six his last ten. We were using the crap out of him at thirty four, now he's up to forty one. Still a good spot for him there. Mentioned his Drew Cabrera already. Uh Mod Rosario leading off at 3800 bucks versus Lester could be a really nice spot for him there. Sliding on down even farther now. You got Marcus Simeon at 32, Nick Ahmed at 33, Tim Beckham at 32. Those are kind of might be where I, I stop my march at the position. But at least you have you know, a couple a couple options in the 32 range to actually pick from for once. Then the outfield, you got like Mikey Trout who's in play every day, but David Peralta at three thousand five hundred. Absolutely love him versus Stratton. Wish it was in Arizona, but still, great spot for him to have some fun versus Chris Stratton. And if you get to the, the Giants' bullpen, you can have some fun most times. So Peralta in a really, really nice spot. Stanton at 52 versus Rodon's not bad at all. I do like some uh, Charlie Blackman at 5K versus Despaigne. When you look at the Rockies, lefty's 338, righty's 413 off Despaigne. So Blackman in a really good spot there. They do struggle on the road, of course, but uh, not a bad spot. Still Peralta at 55 is the guy I want all the way up top. David Dahl at 48. is interesting. Chris Davis at 47 a GPP. Yes, you definitely look there. But uh, the Grandy Man at 47 versus uh, Hess. It's a price, pricey, pricey tag for the Grandy Man. But at a GPP, he's one guy that will differentiate you. Yeah, guys like Shohei Otani. Not bad. Adam Eaton at 46 is okay. AJ Pollock at 45 for game stacking. The D-backs definitely can look at that one. Juan Soto at 44. I like that versus F1 tonight. I think he's in a great spot. And Reese Hoskins at 45 versus Strasburg if you want to be contrarian. I don't hate that either because Strasburg did not look good at all. Uh, Grichik and Teoscar Hernandez at forty-two. If you're stacking the Ray or uh, the Blue Jays against Hess, I like that quite a bit. Uh, Myron Gonzalez at forty-one. We talked about that already. little bit Herrera at forty-one in GPP. I can dig that for sure against uh, Strasburg. Daniel Palka at four K. Uh, if you're fading Tanaka or you just want a one-off with some GPP power upside, Palka is your man at four K. And then you got Nicky DeMonico at 4K. Also, he's averaging 10.5 his last 10. And then Paulka's just that home run machine. He's averaging 6.5 his last 10. He went deep yesterday for 18 DraftKings points. So Polka DeMonico at 4K, age, and then even Nick Williams at 4K. That's three really nice GPP type plays. I prefer the White Sox guys in the ballpark situation, but all really good. Mister Mister McKinney, he's been crushing it. Billy McKinney of the Blue Jays averaging 9.7 in his last 10. 14, 16, and 20 over the weekend with two home runs. Playing great. Going up against Mr. Hess at 3900 bucks. This guy should be in almost every lineup tonight. Like, really. Uh, even if he goes over, for the price point for the matchup, the way he's hitting, you look at a McKinney at three hundred bucks, Very, very popular place for you tonight. So, I like that quite a bit. You slide on down some more. You know, Stusa Jr. is okay. Aviso Garcia at 30 versus Tanaka. I don't hate that either. It's a little cheaper. I try to get to McKinney and others, but not bad. Mid threes and below now. To mention Trey Mancini at 36, the guy you can look at. Joey Bats at 35, talked about him. Uh, Conforto, it's lefty-lefty with 35. You could also go there. Lefties are Lester less fine this year. Conforto, not the best versus lefties, but you could give it a look. Um, even farther down now, like uh, Austin Slater maybe at 3,400 versus Corbin if he's leading off. Cole Calhoun at 34 versus uh, John Gray. Um, other than that, it's gonna be pretty bleak down here below 3K. Uh, Jay Bruce versus Lester at 31 is very interesting. Nice GPP type play for you there. I mentioned Alan Hansen earlier. Jay Bruce at 31 could be a fun GPP play because he can run into one. His first game back the other day is 3200 bucks. I mentioned in the Slack chat he's a punt in the alpha I like. He went deep. Um, he's not going to light the world on fire, but he's interesting in that matchup versus Lester at 3100. Very very interesting. Other than that, check your lineups, see what pops out for you. So, recapping your pitching real quick, you got Corbin and Tanaka up top. Uh, Tanaka is a GPP play, save some money play. I think it's a really good play. And Corbin's outstanding if you want to pay all the way up. In the middle, you got John Gray, Rodon, and Lester. Rodon is a GPP big play. If you want to go really different, that'll make you different. You can go a little chalkier at the bats that way. And then down below, you got Gaviglio. He's going to be the popular cheapie because he's about the only one worth a damn. And then you got Mr. David Hess if you need to get really weird, but I try not to if you don't have to. Again, Cubs game blowing out hard to left with the win there, so watch the Cubs-Mets be interesting there, especially those uh, like the Floreses and the Fraziers and company for the Mets. Uh, you got the Rockies versus Espagne. could be very, very interesting as well. The um, D-backs versus the Giants against Stratton is outstanding. But the Blue Jays versus Hess, I really, really like. Got some value there if you need it. McKinney at 3,900 and some others. The Astros are spread Anderson's Anderson. going to be outstanding. And then the Orioles and the Nats are also interesting. It's all in play tonight. Phillies, even in Strasburg, is not horrible. Let's talk about your BVP real quick and send you on your way here. See if there's anything really worth much. Uh, duh, duh, duh. Adam Silver, C at 3 for 9. Nothing special. Cedric Mullins, Tim Beckham, and Chris Davis have all taken Gaviglio deep in a small sample. Kendris Morales, 4-for-6 with a homer off Hess. Shocker, Grandyman's 1-for-3 with a homer as well in small samples. Uh, Mikel Franco, 7-for-22 with two homers off Strasburg. Azubica Cabrera's taking taken him deep twice as well. Uh, Bryce Harper, 4-for-6, two doubles off Eflin. Springer, Reddick, and Gaddis have all taken Brett Anderson deep in a small sample size. The Astros had at against Anderson. Johnny Lucio, 11 for 27, two doubles off Garrett Cole. Chris Davis, six for 22, with a double and homers. Scotty's taking him deep as well. Uh, Jose Bautista, 14 for 62, with three doubles and five homers. Only hitting 226, but he makes them count when he gets to John Lester. Wilmer Flores, who we talked about earlier, five for 13 with three home runs. And you know, duh, duh, duh. Hunter Pence, 15 for 41, four doubles, a triple, and four homers off Corbin. Bicraw, 10 for 37, two doubles a home. Uh, triple and two homers. Um, Goldschmidt, seven for 14, three doubles and a homer off Stratton. Peralta, six for 17, two doubles and a homer. Like both of them, and no one's going to play the, them nearly as much as some of these other matches. A, because they're in ATT. B, it's the late game. People forget about it. So if they can get it going in AT&T, they will be a really good spot for you there. So there you have it with your Monday edition of Quick Gets, little seven gamer to get you going for the week. Got a lot going on on the website, thesportsdegens.com at thesportsdegens. Go check out uh, Scobie Snacks has a great new article on the uh, roster moves in the NL Central. They had a lot of injuries and call-ups and all that good stuff. You had Andrew McClintock write a really cool piece about should we just get rid of the the catcher in fantasy baseball? Really cool think piece there. So go check that out. NFL Draft Weekend, big one in the books. One more to go. Tons of great draft content from all the writers over there. Uh, We'll have NASCAR coming up this week. We have a new guy jumping on board. We have golf again. Round one of the FedEx Cup is over. Bryson D. takes down the the uh, I can't even think around the trust. Um, and now we have uh hundred hundred players left this week. So we'll have the always pressing pod recording tonight and so so much more. So go check it out. Again, ratings and review on iTunes, Quant Edge, Code Benched, B E N C H E D for ten percent off your membership, and uh, draft.com S D Sports for entry into a free three dollar tournament. But tell them this was MLB DFS Quick hits. your Monday, August 27th edition. I'm out.